Introducing We're All Just Faking It, a periodic woman-led podcast focused on navigating life's general challenges. Listen in on how we and our communities have learned to overcome and adapt to a variety of relatable situations. First episode of We're All Just Faking It. Um, we are so excited to be here with you today. We are going to do some introductions of our podcast staff, staff hosts. What's the correct terminology for that? I have no idea. We are doing our Host. introductions today. I think host is correct. Um, of all your lovely hosts here. So we're so excited. Um, since this is a mental health focused podcast, we are going to start with sort of telling our individual mental health stories, um, just so you can get a better idea of who we are and what we've been through, um, sort of our own personal journeys with mental health and kind of what led us to all be here today together as this group. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get started with our lovely Dana. Dana, first off, tell us where can we find you around the internet? Um, you know, where are you online? Give us a little a little where to find you. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like plug myself? What? No. Yeah, plug yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm Dana Saw most places, but um, Dana Saw Plays 7 on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Twitch. And then I do have another podcast, Meddling Podcast. I don't really post there very frequently, though. But you can listen to the past ones. They're, they're good. Like, I've got a whole like se- like series, and, and then the second series, who, who knows? <laughs> who knows what happened there? It. <laughs> and Dana, do you want to do you want to give us just like a little background story on like your own mental health journey sort of what got you thinking about mental health sort of you know how did you end up here today right now um yeah definitely um so I remember learning at school like about mental health and like I, I know like I like a lot of things that they were talking about I was like that makes sense and then I left school and I had a mental breakdown and went to my doctor and got diagnosed with anxiety and mild depression and I was like oh shit I guess I do uh, kind of relate to those a bit too much <laughs> um and then I did counseling at college um and unfortunately due to funding I couldn't stay on it as much as I wanted to and in that time I um blogged about my experience because I thought if I could help someone else with my experience then why not then I like started working and stuff and found a new therapist who's who was lovely and and then I had a whole like abusive ex coercive relationship kind of thing happen and then heavily went on the therapy about that and found all you lovely people became a supporter and here I am just trying to help other people with my experiences because you know, if I can't make a bad experience help someone else, then what's the point? <laughs> I love that. That's a great way to look at uh, one way to spin something not so nice happening to you is Definitely. saying, how can, I, how can I use this in turn to help other people so that maybe they don't have to go through the same thing I went through? I think that's awesome. Um, let's see. I can go next with my story if you guys would like. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. So... My mental health story is kind of interesting because I got diagnosed with ADHD when I was six um, and I had zero idea what that meant until I was like 19. For me, that just meant that like I had to take medication at school at lunch. That was like the biggest interference it had with my life. Um, So then when I turned 19, I went to college and I literally was like living in my own little bubble world. I think just like as a protection, like I I just was oblivious to everything going on around me. When I got to college, that bubble went pop, goodbye. And I got severely depressed. Um, And I had a psychiatrist that I went to for my meds and I went to her and I was like, yo, I like don't want to do anything I normally want to do. I just want to sleep all day. I'm like, don't find joy in anything. And she looks at me and she's like, that's depression. And I was like, what? Like I was like, that's depression? I had no idea. It was so crazy. So got diagnosed with depression as well. Um, And that sort of, that's sort of going through that. Um, I was on meds for like two years. It was a really dark time in my life. I spent a lot of time oversleeping. It was it was not a good time. But going through that experience kind of made me wake up a little bit and realize that 
um, taking care of your mind is just as important as taking care of your body. And that if you ignore those things, <laughs> it doesn't get any better. Um, so that's kind of when I started working on myself just to be like, what is ADHD? How does this affect my life? Oh, cool. It can like make me have these other comorbidities of, you know, anxiety and depression um, and really started to just kind of figure out a way to make my life work for me. Um, and then when I started Twitch streaming, I didn't, I didn't initially start off saying like, I want to talk about mental health. Um, it just kind of happened because I was really open and allowed other people to talk about their stuff. Um, and so it, that kind of just snowballed into like, okay, now we have like a mental health Monday stream. And then it was like, okay, now we have this discord and there's these people that are struggling with their mental health. And I was like, what do we, what do we do? Like, we're all just like, we're unhappy. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, I found out actually through Clubhouse that you could do a ticket system in discord. And I was like, this is fantastic. Uh, let's put this ticket system in there so people can submit a ticket if they're needing to talk about something. Um, and then I was like, well, shoot, I guess I need more people to help me with these tickets. And that's how all of these lovely ladies were born. So it's kind of a crazy story to think about that all of this was like not planned, very serendipitous. Um, and I just I feel like that really shows that like all of us in this in this podcast and, you know, our friendship is just like meant to be the way that it happened. You know, it was like all kind of fate. So that's me. That's where I'm at. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. I love you guys so much. So I'm, I'm stoked to be doing this podcast. You guys, we have a wealth of information and experiences between the five of us. And we all have extremely different backgrounds. With some of us, we all live in different countries. Like, you know, it's so um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all the amazing stories we'll get to share. Um, where can we uh, find you on the internet? Oh, duh. I didn't yeah. plug my own self. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, Steph. Um, I'm Fluffy Monkey. It's Fluffy Monkey. There are three Fs in the fluffy part, and I am that across the board. So any social media platform, if you search up Fluffy Monkey, you'll find me. So thanks, Steph. <laughs> Steph, do you want to go next and plug yourself? Yeah. And give your background? Yeah, I'm Steph. Um, you can find me on the internet as a solid seven because your girl is usually at a solid seven. Um, I do work uh, marketing in the cannabis industry, so I'm very much open with my cannabis consumption. And cannabis is honestly what kind of triggered my my trajectory into having better mental health. It's uh, cannabis being such a personal journey and the personal experience that you you just it's personal. Um, everyone uses cannabis in a different way. And there are definitely tried and true and proven methods out there that cannabis does help with depression and anxiety. So the deeper I've gotten into my career, the more that I realized that, you know, growing up, I, I did a small stint in foster care and just, you know, life is not the fucking nicest to me. So growing up, it was always, what is wrong with you? You can do this. It doesn't affect you. I felt like I was different, that I could just shove all of this like ridiculous shit that happened to me deep down inside and that I'm just going to live my life the way that I want to live my life. Everything's going to be normal. doesn't affect me. Reality is though, guys, you are not different. Your brain, it's, it's a human brain. Things affect you. And whether they manifest in a way that you're acting out physically, mentally, tripling social anxiety – um, the, the ways that your mental health can manifest later on down the road, like you have to take care of it. Just as Braylon said, you, it's, it's, you got it. It's not just physical wellness. That's important. It's also mental healthness, wellness, excuse me. Mental healthness though is <laughs> honestly, um, and it's, it's not realistic to just live your life without addressing your mental health. I mean, I kind of feel like the big red flag now, um, as people go about dating or finding friendships is, are you in therapy? And if you're not in therapy, why are you not in therapy? Um, there's, of course, tons of barriers in every country as far as finding positive and good mental health resources. So I was very grateful when I found Braylon's community and just the positivity and the uplifting and everyone's so fucking supportive. And like, that's, that's the people that I want to surround myself with. So especially through the pandemic, my mental health definitely took a dip. Kind of started realizing what's important to me. I'm definitely a workaholic, especially working in cannabis. I don't feel like it's work half the time, but it's also not healthy to just work all the fucking time. Um, 
and that's that's kind of what what brought me here. It's we kind of got to chat in and we're not professionals. We none of us are mental health professionals. None of us have training or schooling or any kind of certification <laughs> in it. Zero on my front. But we've been through enough bullshit in our lives that I feel like that we have a little something to offer. We are a down-to-earth relatable cast of people and know that you're not alone. You're not alone in your struggles. You're not alone in the way that you feel. Everyone is dealing with the same imposter syndrome. No one has any idea what they're doing in life. And we are literally all just winging it. That's honestly the name of the podcast. We're all just faking it. Yes. <laughs> you think the person at work has their, their, their shit together. They don't. They don't have it together. It's it's a facade. So feel a little bit better about yourself and the meltdowns that you have and understand that they are justified and they are normal. And it's okay to ask for help. And that's that's why we're doing it. I love it. You're awesome. I often feel like, and maybe tell me if you guys have a different perception, but sometimes when I feel like I see someone who like really looks like they have their life together, I often feel like, oh man, they they don't. Like I still am like, it looks picture perfect, but I, I inside I'm like, I know that you're still dealing with your stuff because we're all people. We all deal with mental health struggles in some way or form, so... Yeah, you know no what I want to know? I want to know how they keep that facade up. That's what I need <laughs> yeah. to get really yeah. good at. Like, how did you make knows? that happen? Because I see some cracks at the bottom of mine that I know are noticeable from the outside. <laughs> I, I know they're noticeable. For sure. My house is like crumbling. So, you know, <laughs> if my mental health was at home, it's in shambles. <laughs> It's expensive to fix, man. You got to lay good foundation. Good mental yes. health requires good foundation. Yes. That's definitely yeah. the number one. Okay, Blaze or Allie, who's up next? I can Lovely go. people. Okay, Blaze, tell us first. Don't forget, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> oh, I'm either Blaze SM, pretty much almost everywhere, I think. Some variation of that. Or Ray's Cave. Yeah, I think I have everything as one of those two. <laughs> Love it. So that's where and you can find me. And give us a little background on like your mental health journey. How did you end up here? <laughs> <laughs> I much like you was diagnosed like very young. I think I was in first grade when my first grade teacher told my parents, she was like, you need to get your child Same. checked for ADHD. <laughs> You more than likely have it. So they did. The doctor gave me meds, been on meds. Like, well, I was on meds from about that time to high school. And then my parents let me decide if I really need it or not. So I've like, I kind of grew up knowing what that meant. It wasn't like a big shock, like getting older. It was like, I have to work around it. That's it. (laughs) So... And then I kind of fumbled my way into mental health. There wasn't, like, any real reason for it. Like, I found your community, and then I was like, oh, you have a ticket system. That sounds cool. (laughs) So I just kind of applied, and now I'm here. So I love it. Do you think that your parents, like, being – because we have, like, very similar stories, but they're very different at the same time. Because, like, I – you kind of – do you, do you think that because when you were in high school, your parents were like, it sounds like they were more open with you and they maybe explained medication and like sort of what it does and gave you that option. Do you think that kind of stopped you from like doing what I did, which was kind of like a crash and burn? Yeah, I definitely think it helped for sure. Because you're very, I would say that you're a very successful person, like in life, in your job, in college. And to know that you did all of that, like without meds is really impressive. I think it shows a lot about your, your, your drive. It was definitely hard. Like (laughs) it was a lot of self-control on my part, which is hard, obviously. So I love that. That's awesome. Allie, lovely Allie. Do you want to go ahead and tell us where we can find you on the internet? Um, so on Twitch, I'm Ali Allen, and Twitter and Instagram, I think it's Ali Allen XO. Um, just because you know I couldn't have just Ali Allen, I had to add the extra. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And do you want to go ahead and share like your mental health story, whatever your journey is, how you ended up here, sort of give us a little background on yourself? Uh, yeah. Um, so I guess it like started when I was in school. Um, I used to be bullied a lot um, and that kind of 
when my like anxiety had started um so that like started then and I had counseling in school and then when I went to college it's like still followed me there um I had then had counseling at the college as well but the counseling being like education um like being set in edu- the education environment it was only very short it didn't really go on for that long um so then I think around the same time I tried to do some CBT therapy um but I think that was the point where I didn't click with the therapist and I basically just left um and then within the last couple of years I've attempted CBT twice I've managed to complete a whole six weeks on the third attempt um but that was it was a a difficult um situation uh experience um with it being during the pandemic so it was like over the phone oh gosh yeah (laughs) um and you know anxiety and phone calls just don't go together I was gonna say (laughs) what a terrible (laughs) idea (laughs) yeah um so that was definitely a struggle um but yeah I took a year out like whilst the pandemic was going ahead from my studies and that was basically when I then had like nothing to do so I found Twitch I kind of stumbled upon Twitch streamers and then here I am today (laughs) I love it it's so interesting to me how like all of us uh found like online communities whilst in the pandemic um I don't have any imagine else. yeah imagine just, looking yeah. for mental health resources during the pandemic couldn't be me <laughs> like it's funny though how a lot of us like not like omitted professional help but like went towards a different direction of like I want to find people who are struggling with my same struggles like I I think that's I don't know. That's just really beautiful. That that's that, the move, right? Yeah. Surround yourself with your tribe. Find the people that jive with you. And it's um that was kind of a hard pill for me to swallow growing up and getting into like the work world. You you want to surround yourself with the people that you want to best emulate. So if you, for whatever reason, ladies are attracting really toxic exes, maybe some self love first. <laughs> <laughs> then the standards. Know standards I, will increase just a little bit <laughs> i always joke that um like you know those posters that they have in like your kindergarten classes i'm i'm always like that is like all the life lessons that you need in life like you know treat others how you want to be treated but my favorite one is the one where it's like your thoughts become your words your words become your actions your actions become your character whatever you know um because that's so true it, it, it for who you hang out with they're gonna rub off on you how you talk to yourself is gonna make a huge impact on yourself um yeah my parents definitely like as a kid they were like you are who your friends are so if your friends are bad people you're gonna be a bad person more yeah. than likely don't don't so, hang out with the dipshit tag on the side yeah. of the school maybe don't do that and maybe, they would maybe... tell me when they didn't like well my friends so <laughs> wow that's your parents sound so awesome blaze i feel like that definitely helped mold you into like a really awesome person oh because- yeah my parents did not tell me that. They were not fresh on the <laughs> advice with like, here's how to be a good teenager. Like, and I didn't, like, I didn't having, get that. like <laughs> having two older brothers as well to kind of watch and see what they did. That also made a lot easier That's for me. That's awesome. I did that <laughs> yeah, a lot I- too. My siblings, I'd be like, okay, don't do that. Yep. don't do that <laughs> but also, that's exactly what I did <laughs> at like the same time I feel like because I was a really so like I was like a crazy child like I was like I had I, then again I was also on like ADHD meds so coming off of those like you get crazy in the evenings like I would throw stuff I'd like punch mm-hmm. holes in walls so when I got to a teenager my mom was like we were so worried about you like she was like we literally thought you were gonna be the craziest teenager like they was gonna be so much work and I was the opposite I trusted them. I listened to them. I followed the rules. Like I was a really easy teenager, but I feel like because of that, 
they didn't give me any advice. Like I looked like I was doing so good and so fine, but like they didn't help me because I, I looked like I didn't need help and I probably wasn't asking for help either. Um, so I love that your parents did that, Blaze. That's definitely something I will incorporate if I become a parent. I definitely I'm also asking. like, I went out of my way to kind of ask them questions or at least my mom. And usually my dad agreed, so. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> Masking at a young age, 100%. Kids are like, no, everything's great. Everything was not great. <laughs> <laughs> the narrator chimed in. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but look at us now. We're all doing great. Well, you know, I don't want to say. We're, we're, all, we're all good people who like to help people and have a lot of good things to offer. I don't want to say you know we're all doing great, you know. No, I love that, though, because it's, as far as baseline mental health the resources that we have found for ourselves and the trust and the environment that we're we're in like things things are not going to be great all the time i have given up on that fallacy a long time ago i strive for a baseline okay was today was today the absolute worst day you have ever had in your entire life no no it wasn't did some things go wrong yeah are you milking it just to get the empathy from yeah a little bit i'm milking it just a little bit did you have a bad day or did you have a bad five minutes you milked all day that resonates so much with me especially if it happens in the morning i'm like oh this sets the tone for the whole day no it doesn't it doesn't you can literally turn around your entire day with a single action self-care and being nice to yourself has been the hardest and most rewarding experience that I have I have had ever like I on a daily basis for every task would call myself a giant piece of shit in the last two years stopping that it's I'm so much kinder to myself like even with work now I just took on a job oh shit way more work (laughs) than I anticipated it being but I know that the stress is temporary and I'm allowing myself breaks like listen Steph you just work seven days in a row and you put in five hours each day on your weekend. Like that's a full 10 hours over the weekend. Go, go hit your bong and watch a TV <laughs> show for an hour. It's okay. You're allowed to go get food. What are they going to do? Are they going to write you up? Are you going to be fired because you wanted to go get lunch? On the weekend? <laughs> oh, take leaves on the weekend. Oh, you're not even supposed <laughs> to be working? Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know, but it takes practice and it's like reparenting is the thing that I'm focusing on now. That yeah. little inner voice that was like, mm-hmm. why aren't you understanding this? You should have more common sense in this. Like, you didn't teach me common sense. Common sense isn't common if you've never touched the stove before. How are you yeah. supposed to know how bad that hurts? Yeah. I, I, that's just the kind of person I am though. I have to learn the hard way. I really wish I could just like listen to people and like understand and comprehend. I can't. Let You have to let me fail it on my own. <laughs> I love easier. failing. I think that more people need to be less afraid of failing and making Mm -hmm. mistakes because if you view them as an opportunity for growth, then it's not scary anymore. Mistakes are good in a way, I think, because they point out that the the areas in which you could be better. And if you are, if you're at a point where you like yourself and you want to be better then being able to kind of flip the switch and saying like, Instead of being like, oh, my God, I made a mistake. Like, this is so bad. Like, and freak out. You're like, how am I going to fix this? Da, 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 da. It's like, okay, I made a mistake. How can I, one, make sure I don't do that again? And two, use this as an example to figure out that little piece of me that needs some work and I need to work on. Oh, um, man. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, that's- I, yeah, updated deals for my company the other day. Accidentally discounted everything on the menu 10%. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but you roll with it you figure it out because everything has a solution yeah. you know you you I've never used to that it. tool before i apologize i owned up to it i promised it would never happen again now i will be scheduling a call with my rep before i touch anything new there you go <laughs> See, it's, it's now you have a process <laughs> what does this do is this is this going to discount everything on the menu for everybody does this go live immediately why do i have access to this <laughs> i love that i love that oh. I, I do can't believe they didn't tell you before. <laughs> it 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 was eleven o'clock on a Friday night. Oh, okay. That's well, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, were no. you gonna say, Dana? Oh, I was just gonna go back to what you guys were talking about with um like the negative thoughts and then like your whole day's ruined. I definitely think the uh hundred happy days challenge um that we've been doing in the Discord. <laughs> 
it's like I have a bad day and then I'm like I'm forced to think of one good (laughs) thing that happened that day like no actually you didn't have a shit day because this happened that was good and that happened that was good and it forces me to think of something that was good in my day and I do find that a lot of people and I think as well young people because we're all still learning when we're young something bad happens and that's just all we focus on and then we get into this kind of negative mindset and then like everything is negative and like someone will go oh what about this and you're like no everything's bad I had a (laughs) bad day okay take your positivity away (laughs) kind of thing yeah that's yeah I don't know about go ahead I had to tell someone in the server the other day he was having a bad day and I was like and didn't want to do the challenge I was like that's why you need to do it (laughs) you need to do it on those days where you feel like there is no good yeah dig deep was the sky started to use it did you feel the breeze on your skin? Like for me, it, it can be something as small as that as I went outside and I saw that it was a beautiful day and, you know, I took five minutes to just stand out there and be like, wow, like it doesn't have to be anything monumental. That's the thing that- though. You let one tiny thing ruin your day, but you can't let one tiny thing make your day better. Like, exactly. Wow. I love that. That flip the switch, you know, like if you are the kind of person that's allowing yourself to let one tiny thing ruin your day also figure out a way to let one tiny thing make your day hyper fixate on that positivity yes (laughs) yes i don't know about you guys but before i was like in a place where i liked myself and i was like more positive anytime i saw like any type of like positivity or like motivation or anything about personal development online i literally was like yuck yeah like i'm not looking at that like it was like revolting to me And now I know I understand about myself that whenever I have that feeling, I actually should move towards whatever that thing is. Because if something is making me feel so uncomfortable that I don't want to look at it in that sense, it's probably something that I need. My brain is probably actively going like, we're not, we, we know we need that, but we, we don't want to do it. Like, it's like a little kid inside of you being like veggies, ew. You know, it's like, you know, you need the veggies. So you're like, Ugh, gross. Like, oh, my God. So I love broccoli now. As an I adult, love veggies, love broccoli. too. Broccoli's great. Give me all the veggies. Yeah. Hey, are you doing the 100 Happy Days Challenge in Disney? I know. That's why I said whoops. <laughs> Allie, are you yeah. doing it? I am not. You need to. It's helpful. To Every shit should. not. I've, I've done it before when I was younger. Um, part of one of my church groups, like, brought it up. But that way it was like a picture of like something that made you happy in 100 days that's so I hard actually have i actually have like a folder that i made with all of the <gasps> pictures in somewhere Aww, that's and amazing I keep meaning to look for it i love that that is so cool okay january 1st 2022 i am buying us all photo albums i don't care how you print your pictures figure it out sketch it i don't give a shit we're we're doing that we're doing that one picture a month maybe it can even be virtual because it's yeah the printing photos thing is kind of weird i had to print a resume the other week and i was like don't even know where to go. FedEx closed. Keep do I going. have a friend with a printer? No. Do I have a job to go do to print it in the office computer? Nope. <laughs> I, you do. I work for a company and I fix photo printers. <laughs> oh. I didn't know that you fixed. I knew you fixed stuff, but I didn't know it was photo printers. I literally. So like when I because I have to do test prints to make sure the printer works, so I can just print off anything, and if I keep those prints, it doesn't matter. I I, can I just apologize that you have to use and work on printers for like a living? Can I just apologize? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I also work on, um, you know, those um, the devices that tell you what shade of makeup you like foundation you should wear. I also work on those. Oh. Excuse me. That's a thing? Yeah. It is in the UK <laughs> anyway. <laughs> They also do one uh, for hair, but we don't do that one. But it like tells you How like if your money? hair's dry or like stuff. It like looks at your follow- hair. That's follicles. awesome. Really That's so cool. I wish Did we you... were doing those. Did you guys witness me getting so scared by my husband? Yes. <laughs> scared the crap out of I was like, oh god. <laughs> I got my breakfast though. 
I'm ready. Well, see, I did hey. see newly procured Jamba, and yes. I was like, damn, I'm out of coffee. I'm jealous. <laughs> Aww. Um, so something that I hope that we can start on these podcasts, um, and it's, of course, at your comfort level for how much you want to share with it, but I really love the idea of sharing just in like the last week or so, how did you fake it? in your life and what did you do when you ran up against a situation where you're like I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing um um um, um I I and it's it's optional if you want to participate and I'm happy to go first um and I completely forgot my situation so um <laughs> get ready for that to happen so many times to oh, me no. as well I'll be like here's this really nice thing that I have to say Yep. And I don't remember what it was. That's it. We'll just we'll just clip that one sound bite for it and then we'll save it for the future. You can always pop it in later, right? Um no, no, it's I so I I landed somehow, and I say somehow because I'm still kind of in disbelief about it, but like looking back in that self-care and that being kind to myself, like I have worked my ass off for four and a half years to get to this point to land a director role in the cannabis industry. And I did it. Um and half half the time, I I feel like I'm completely out of my depth and I have no idea what I'm doing. But once I sit down and I take myself out of the personal situation where it's like you, Steph, a solid seven are sitting in this desk and that you, a solid seven, are expected to do it, it kind of comes freely. So that that is that is how I have been faking it and making my way through because I, I freeze up. And that I think is an ADHD thing. Mm-hmm. You get into the it, you start the project, you're like, I have down. no idea what to do. But it, it, prime example, social media. I have been doing social media for 10 years. I know what I'm doing. I know how to plot. I know how to plan. I know how to create content. I know how to make the list. Sitting down and doing it though, complete brain freeze. And I'm just like, I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to plot this. Everything else looks so much better than what I'm putting out there. And it's 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 just do it just do it and get in the habit of doing it and let other people dictate just like with art if what you put out there is any good you just need to create and then you can learn thereafter so faking it getting my way through um just push 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 yourself just do it you know how people are like perfectionists and uh that carries into work and your hobbies and what have you well i always say that i am a good enough person it's good enough because good enough like did you get it done good enough great like it granted that's not so great when it comes to like home improvement projects sometimes or like you know (laughs) stuff like that but in everything in my life no matter what it is I'm always like that's good enough that's fine results may vary results may vary (laughs) but I find it takes so much pressure off if you're just like well I just gotta do it so it's good enough like it, it it releases a lot of that perfectionism anxiety. I feel like that extra layer is like you're running the show, right? So you have that that I, I put that expectation on myself that everything's supposed to be like years and years and years of experience and production, and that's like the end product. And that's just you putting that on you yourself. Think, you think half the directors out there are making their own content? No, <laughs> no, they hired someone that specializes in that shit. That's why it's good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Does anybody else have any other tips on like overcoming imposter syndrome? Like Blaze, I know you have like a really awesome job and you're also pretty young. Have you ever felt like a lot of imposter syndrome at your job? And how do you, do you have any tips? Oh God. Yes. (laughs) Blaze is like, nah, I got this shit. (laughs) I think because my job like hasn't had much direction, it's been like, what the heck am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> They're giving me nothing to work with. But so, money. I'm figuring just, it yeah, out, though. You're, you're figuring so, it out and you're making it look graceful, so. It's totally faking it. <laughs> I mean, How? How are you doing it? How fake do you it till you make it, right? <laughs> yeah, fake it till I make it, basically. I just, I mean, I do what I'm told, but other than that, also asking questions. I mean, you gotta. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, totally still faking it. (laughs) I love it. We're all just faking it, right? Yes. Whether it's our mental health or our job or whatever. Literally. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> why, you know, why do they call it imposter syndrome when everybody deals with it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to Google it. Yes, I saw, I read somewhere that if you are an actual imposter, you wouldn't have imposter syndrome. I saw that too the other day. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> That's like how I told you, Dana. Dana is getting an assessment for ADHD and... I remember you asked me one time, you're like, I don't know. Like, how do I know if I have ADHD? Like, you know, and I think I told you, I'm like, people that don't have ADHD, don't sit around wondering if they do. Like, (laughs) you're not, normal people are not sitting around going, maybe I have ADHD. Like that. (laughs) Everyone else thought that four years ago. Trust. So imposter syndrome, also called perceived fraudulence, involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education, experience, and accomplishments. To counter these feelings, you might end up working harder or holding yourself to even higher standards. I have never felt more targeted in my life. <laughs> I thought you were going to say more seen, more heard. <laughs> attacked. Like, not targeted. personally attacked right now. <laughs> I, yes, I feel a little bit personally attacked because this is oh my literally God. my entire working career. Oh my God. Literally. But you're working on it, right? Have you found I, since you've started your like self-love journey the last two years, has has your imposter syndrome gotten better? Um, like lessened, It's gotten I mean? better and worse in certain sense. So I, over I mean, the last two years- You did just get a new years, job too. That can definitely make it- uh, a lot worse. Yeah. The, the pandemic made me realize that working 90 hours a week for a company, and I say company, it, specifically company in the sense that like they do not give a shit about you because it's a company. It Corporate, is not your friend. Yeah. You are not entitled to have that job. You're not working You're not for yourself. The- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And it's it's you invest all of this, this energy and time and commitment into a role that you are making the assumption that you are going to grow and thrive and be promoted. Unless that has been put in writing for you, I just – I want – especially those listening, just keep in mind that you – you cannot pour it from an empty cup. If you are burned out and you are tired and you are frustrated and you are anxious about your job, it will show in your work. Taking the time for yourself and stepping away and taking breaks and enjoying your life because you know what? You know what? At the end of it, at the end of it, are you going to be grateful? <laughs> serious. Like at the end like, of it, are you really going to be like grateful that you skipped a, a weekend dinner with your husband or your wife so that you could burn a couple more hours in the office and get that deadline in? and project it on the on time or like yeah your company's like yeah thank you so much for doing that that's great but looking back you're gonna remember the moments that you took the weekend off and you went to Sedona and got like a really dope breakfast looking at a gorgeous view you're gonna remember driving the five hours to San Diego and hitting up your favorite dispensary you're like none Those of this work shit is gonna matter in the end yeah, yeah. and at the I end do- of the day Companies don't impress that on you. Like, that's not I, the expectation. No one is expecting you to work as hard as the owner of the company. If, I mean, if they some were, might you would own be, the company. But <laughs> it's a toxic expectation. Yes. It's toxic. I do think, luckily, we're like moving away from that very much. Like, yes. people are people are realizing, especially like millennials, I think we sort of kick started this like work revolution of like, we don't care about your baseline. We don't care about like company profits. Like we don't care about that the new CEO got a new Mercedes. Like we want to know that we're making a difference. We're cared for, like our work is valued. And I, I hope that the days of like that work culture that you just described are slowly coming to an end. Um, Cause I think everyone's just fed up. We're like, this isn't a life that we want to live. Nobody wants to work 90 hours a week and, you know, miss all Mm -hmm. those lovely experiences. It sucks. It's not fun. It's exhausting. Yeah. Freaking tired. I'm tired. (laughs) I think that that should be a podcast (laughs) episode where I'll just really tired. (laughs) Yep. I think I messaged Allie and she's like, isn't it 1 a.m.? And I was like, oh, shit, it is. (laughs) Oops. Go to bed. Yeah. Yeah, taking taking yeah, care I of yourself. I keep saying Braylon Spotify. <laughs> my yeah, Spotify. Yeah, like awake when it's like morning for me, and I'm like, isn't it like really late for you? Like, <laughs> go to sleep. Stop playing New World. 
<laughs> on the flip side though i i feel like in my gut like braylon is not the kind of person where it's like anything prior to 10 a.m dead to the world don't even bother with it she's doing her own thing or she's sleeping <laughs> this is very you true. go i'm Agreed. jealous <laughs> i can't sleep past I fucking do, eight <laughs> i do definitely set um boundaries for myself like my i'm on call for work 24 hours a day like somebody could ask me for help our office phone number is my cell phone um so the more i've kind of set a boundary of myself i tell people like you know before 10 a.m like "Eh, sorry (laughs) probably not gonna answer but literally you can text me at 11 p.m on a wednesday and i'll be like hey what's up here you go but your thing is fixed done like it's yeah it's balanced in in your own way it's gonna take time take time getting back into it what about you ali how'd you fake it this last week um (laughs) (laughs) well i have like been saying yes to doing like everything on Um, purpose (laughs) like because you want to well well one of my youth groups well bear in mind that i have been working with a bunch of young people and i've got my uni work um but one of my youth groups um there'd be someone else was planning the sessions um, and then I was just like, the kids, like, they seem to be getting bored about this. And I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead. And I, was just, I messaged the person who was planning it. I was just like, I was like, the kids seem like they are getting bored. I'm happy to just go ahead and plan for next week. Um, I did not plan. I, in fact, had stressed and went straight from work with a bunch of teenagers to a bunch of little kids and oh I was just like I have no idea what I'm gonna do let's just quickly wing it and just make it look like I've got everything <laughs> all planned and in fact did not how did it go it went well um yeah the other um volunteers were basically like so what's the plan i was was like it's a very good question let's do this (laughs) (laughs) so you were taking on (laughs) maybe do you do you find that like you tend to say yes when somebody is not doing something well you're like i'll just do it myself i don't think so i think it's just more the case that when i know something needs to be done or if someone asks me to do something I'm like yeah sure because I love to like I, I'm a person who loves to help people so mm. if so if it if, if it is helping someone in some way I'm just like yes I'll do it and I just don't even think about it <laughs> that might be it's hard good... to say no sometimes it it really is yeah I had to like teach myself over years that like kind of how like you said you can't pour from an empty cup um i experienced burnout in college because there was a couple semesters where i just said yes to everything everything whatever it was extracurricular event extra shifts at work what have you and i literally crash and burn so hard that now i'm like so hesitant when people ask me things i'm like okay let's like i really need you to give me like all the details is this something i really want to be involved in And what I find, because I am, I love to help people too. That's like my main shtick. It's really hard for me to turn that down. What I will do if I can't physically do it or don't want to, or it's like not up my alley. Like, let's say I had a woman at work who asked me to make Instagram reels for her. And I was like, I don't even know how to use the reels app. I was like, you don't want me doing your Instagram. I was like, but I know a girl who can help you. I will hand it off. You know, I will try to connect them with other resources or like be like, you know what, I can't do that right now, but here's this website that might be able to help you find somebody. And that's kind of how I allow myself to like help them without like burning myself out. Like in my mind, I'm still helping them with the thing because I'm like helping them figure out a solution, right? It's just not me that's doing the work. But that's taken like, I would say like me, like six years to perfect the art of saying no while also being like, but don't worry, here's like what, you know, here's some helpful stuff that might take me five or 10 minutes instead of committing myself to something I'm going to regret. Honestly, it took me like 10 times of committing to things and severely regretting it that I was like, I I can't, I'm not putting myself to that situation again. 
Oprah, you better collect your finder's fee, that consulting <laughs> fee for the recommendation. Just hearing that it took you six years and knowing I am just barely into like a year and a half, two We're years. We're all different of, like, though. We're all different. how to say no. We all have Bruh. different paths. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean, do it all the time. Quicker, you know? I mean, all I the would time. say the first four years of my five years working at my job, I cried in the toilets like every other day, if not every day. Um because stress at work was something that I really struggled with. And then my um, therapist was like, what have you got in your cup? And I was like, have you got the time? <laughs> like, have you got the time? For me Couple to sessions. Couple sessions. Lock it out. Make a schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, in the end, like, we managed to, like, go through it. And she was like, take stuff out of your cup and stuff. And, and this year is the first year I haven't cried in the toilet. Woohoo! I do sometimes go and meditate in the toilets. Like I just that's like, way better than crying. Quick, like talking through breathing <laughs> exercises and stuff. But like that's normally just when I get a bit overwhelmed because the thing I'm trying to fix doesn't want to be fucking fixed. Um, so I don't <laughs> have you ever seen the uh, movie Office Space? I don't think I, I think have. you would. I think you would very much appreciate that movie. Just uh, given your your feel. I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> classic, classic movie. You've got to see Office Space. Okay, I love it. I've got it down. I'm 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 gonna watch it. I haven't. How'd you think it either. this week? How'd you think? Sorry. I think she How was asking you, Dana. Sorry. Say just say one more time. Sorry. <laughs> How did you fake it this week? Oh, sorry. Thank you. Um, well, I've been organizing our Christmas due and like, I, uh, well, I'm going to be faking it tomorrow because I'm going to have to make a phone call and I don't really like doing that to book because apparently we can't book online. <laughs> I really hate calling people on the phone, but I'm going to fake it and I'm going to do it anyway because I really, really want to go to this really nice Chinese place for our Christmas tea. You can sing that little like TikTok song. I'm gonna cosplay as a person who has their shit together. <laughs> like when you make a phone call, just be like, I'm cosplaying as somebody who likes to make phone calls. Today I'm playing in my TikTok. You can pretend you're me. I'm Braylon today and I love making phone calls. <laughs> no, honestly, like what I do, I make a script. I write a script for myself when I have to make a phone call and I write down all of the questions that I need answers to. So if I'm ordering lunch for someone, all that shit gets written down, all of their little intricacies for their order. And then I make them read it back to me and I check it off on the list as I get it. And it's, I treat it like work. <laughs> it gets over-engineered. It gets over-engineered. Hey, you know, if it works, I think coming up with like at work, what do we have? We have systems and processes, right? For how everything mm-hmm. functions. There's a system, there's a process, at least at organized companies. I've worked a lot of places where there's no processes, but you can do that for yourself. Create a system or a process that works for you. I saw this girl on online who was like, um, I started doing self-care ironically. And she was like, so I'm going on walks, ironically, and like waking up early, ironically, and like going to the gym, ironically. And she was like, it's working. Like she was like, I'm making fun of myself, like as I'm doing these things. But she was like, I'm doing the self care that I need to do. And she was like, it's been like a week. So whatever process or system that works for you, however wonky it is, run with it. Run with it. I- that, so that that's like a thing that people do because that's what I've been doing with affirmations. Like I poke you so say much that fun ironically. at myself. <laughs> it's like it's so cringy. Like I, I feel like people judge me when I'm like, oh my god, do you do affirmations? I do no, affirmations every day. I get push notifications. I post on my Discord. That's one of the things that made would have made me go ugh. Like before my journey, I would have been like, every time ugh. I do it. Every time I do it, I'm like, this is so, this is so cringe. But then I like, I read it back to myself and I say it out loud and I don't clear the notification. And it's like, it just, I'm, it was driving home from work the other day and I was like, you should be really like stressed out right now. But no, you're good. You're good. You're good. This is good. You're fine. You got this. It's not a big deal. (laughs) I always say that you should try to be your brain's biggest cheerleader. 
Like if there mm-hmm. was someone standing next to you that was like your hype man and all day, like every time you finish a task, they were like, go you, you did it. Like as if you're like finishing a race or something, right? Like I do that for myself. And when I first started doing that, oh my God, it was so cheesy. Like it felt so weird to be like, yay, you're doing it. But I practiced and then it became second nature. And now when I do something, my brain's like, yeah. You're so good. Look at you doing the things. Like I love it. Think about how many people their inner voice though is just like, ugh, ugh, why? Like, would you hang out with that person? No, you would tell that person to fuck off so fast. <laughs> that I think you changing your inner voice is, I feel like one of the hardest things to do, but will literally completely change your life in every aspect in every way if you can get rid of that voice that's angry or mad or critical and and sometimes what helped me is to like give it a name like sort of like in luca when they're he has anxiety and he's like oh that's just bruno in your head telling you that you like can't do these things and he says silencio bruno like tell it to shut up it's a yes. really nice kid adorable way to do what actually works with that negative voice because it's usually almost always caused by somebody else you grew up with the voice that you have if you're critical or mean to yourself in your head was almost always somebody when you were growing up talked to you that way so you can get rid of that you don't have to live with that icky person give it a name and work on telling it to shut the fuck up like like yourself Convince yeah. that other voice to like you. Did you guys see that TikTok of the chick where she's like, I'm pretty. And then someone was like, oh, yeah, all you are is just full of yourself. And she's like, why shouldn't I like myself? Yeah, I did I see do. that. Yeah. She's like, smart. So? I'm funny. I'm pretty. So what? <laughs> what? What would you prefer? That I'm fat, that I'm ugly, that I'm worthless, that I'm not good for anything? Like the self-deprecating humor that millennials have developed over the years, like it was funny for a while, but I feel though. like, yeah, ultimately, like our mental health suffered for it. And mm-hmm. we did it ironically in the beginning and then it became reality. And yeah. now we're trying to break those habits. And it's, I, I am happy with the way that the world is going. <laughs> I'm, I'm done telling Steph that she's a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm a fucking badass. I work my ass off. Are you there fucking you know. kidding me? <laughs> you, you know your accomplishments. You're getting there. You're work, we're all working like, on TikTok it, right? really helps with things like that. Cause like when we when you were talking about affirmations, and I know when I had my ticket oh. open, you said, "Hey, why don't you do affirmations?" Do we lose Dana? Was, like I found we it really hard. Dish. Oh, and okay, then... you're back. We lost, we lost you, for, you for just a second there. So restart. You're yeah. back. My screen just went Starting white, to... and then everything came back. Oh my god. <laughs> you're fine. Just continue. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Sorry, affirmations. Like, I find TikTok was really good with that because I remember you telling me, Steph, to do affirmations um, for, like, when, like, for every day. And I was, I found it really hard. And then I saw there's this one TikTok of this girl who's like, it's going to be a good day. And, like, um, says other things, but I just remember the, it's going to be a good day. So, like, anytime I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, doom and gloom, I'm like, no, it's going to be a good day. Like, why not and then like when you were saying about silencio bruno literally when i first started driving by myself like once i passed my test it was really scary being in a car by myself because like for two years i had someone in the car with me every time i drove anywhere so like i every time i was driving i'd just be like silencio bruno i love that that's amazing yeah That's so and tell that inner voice to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, now I get, like, just, like, any random, like, sounds from TikTok stuck in my head. And a lot of the time it's really helpful because they're, like, good sounds to have yeah. in my head. So I love it. People look at me weirdly at work, though, because no one's on the mentally unstable side of TikTok. But <laughs> it works, you know? It works. Yeah. It, it yeah, really does. I'm, I'm realizing. Yeah. Whenever I tell someone... <laughs> The pug had bones today. It's gonna be a great day. They look at me like I am weird. <laughs> or it's every time I'm crafting, it costs this much because it takes me fucking hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. I find too, like something that can be so impactful in that sense is music. The music that you mm-hmm. listen to. Mm-hmm. If you are listening to like dark music that's like not 
uplifting. Even just like regular music sometimes can be not super great. Um, versus like there's this woman who makes a ply a, a playlist a playlist that's like uplifting like songs to make you feel good about yourself and just like playing this like in the car for like 20 minutes when you're driving and you're like singing along you don't realize you're doing like these affirmations but it's really? through music it definitely and I love works. that because like it just makes me feel good like it, it's like the words are good they're positive they're like about yourself and you're like oh yeah this is great like I do feel this way like I do have everything I need and I am in control of my reality and like it's I find music for me is really helpful if I if I listen to like that kind of uplifting like almost like not manifestation songs but just like good songs with good words that are like you know to believe in yourself I need to try that I'll send send the playlist yeah, send the playlist because I mean yeah. I listen to metal. I listen to like Tool yeah, and you Chabelle do need some and, uplifting music. I mean, everything I listen to is about. I, I mean, I'm not gonna say the words on the podcast, but like Maynard, Maynard does not fuck around. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's it's. I guess I never really. I get so much serotonin from my music though. Like that's such a good idea. Yeah, even yeah. though my lyrics are definitely. Uh, very fucking angsty like i listen to very angsty music <laughs> which sometimes has a purpose you know if you're if you're angry and you need a healthy way to express that what better no, way than to go listen to that music in your room by yourself and like scream the lyrics you know I mean, i'm angry yeah. like that's a really good release of that emotion without hurting anybody never, else i never really considered like uplifting music as an, an extra tool in my arsenal for for better huh yeah huh. i'll send the playlist because I mean, it's pretty transformative it's pretty crazy music therapy is really interesting actually like it's there are very cool music in helping really? people and i can't wait yes. to learn more about that as like, someone who is in band for since i was in band for like eight years or whatever it is i like that's a big thing that we talked about was music therapy so that's awesome i use music a lot is like my own like i play i play instruments i listen to a lot of music so yeah Mm -hmm. i'm definitely one of those people that's like i got music on like almost the whole day if I, I mean, can, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, same. I, I Next same up on, we're all just faking it. Is your music depressing you? <laughs> yeah, it, I think it really can take a toll on you if you're listening to music. That's it can go both ways. It can make you feel worse, or it can make you feel better, depending on you know what you're. It, it's just like any content that we consume, right? Like Dana said, her TikTok is full of like uplifting, helpful mental health stuff. If you were on another side of TikTok that was like just a bunch of people complaining and like how sad and like how depressed like that would make you feel bad mm-hmm. it would make you feel bad so mm-hmm. i think that's like yeah. something that's really great about like that we can consume so much content is that whatever you want to consume it's out there but it also takes like more curating on your own end to make sure that you are consuming things that are helping you instead of making yeah. you feel like poo poo what like, is um, I- what is something Sorry. I if I'm like off. scrolling on Instagram and I see something that makes me feel icky, I'm like, block. Like, I have no, yeah. it's just gone. I don't want to see that. It's not going to make me feel good. I'm out. See that 100%. toxic person? We're walking the walking other way. Walking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> see that toxic person? We're walking the other way. <laughs> Do you guys ever get like something weird and random on your TikTok algorithm? You're like, why in the hell are you serving no, me up always. this? Like, always. Oh, yeah. Why? Like, no interest. <laughs> Yeah, my weird one is like you know those programs that stuff kids like they kidnap them in the middle of oh, the night and just stick them in like a wilderness. Right on oh, that's massively I, trending. I getting, yeah, I keep getting them on my feed. I'm like, why are you feeding me this? Breaking I've never been in silence. a situation. I don't know anybody that does this. I'm not it's, interested it's in seeing this content. Right it's scary. Now. Um, it's a massive trend right now because a bunch of teens who went through that are coming out um, and speaking up against it. Um, and so it's like it's yeah, really trending right now. So that's not just well. you; that's all over everybody's pages okay. right now. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, I mean, well. I TikTok was well, you spend a, How many hours do you spend on TikTok per day, Blaze? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Way too, too much. Yeah. Yeah. Too many. I love that. Well, I feel like we had some amazing conversations today. I loved hearing everybody's like personal yeah. journeys. I hope you guys did too. Um, I, do we have a topic for next week? Do we know what we're talking about yet? 
Um, I so I was kind of toying week. around. Yeah, in two weeks. So two weeks. we'll probably record this podcast every two weeks. Um, granted, things come up. We're all pretty busy, pretty busy women. So some of us might step out for a podcast. Not a big deal. We'll continue the conversations on. Definitely join us on Discord. Um, we'll drop the link. We'll figure out how to drop the link or I'll get a URL um, <laughs> redirection put in so it's easy for you guys to access. But join the Discord. Come do freaking 100 happy days. We have so much stuff. The Discord is growing. There's plenty of channels for you to talk about whatever you want. And granted, if we can't help with your specific situation, we might at the very least be able to offer you some bare bones advice to get you started on the right path. Um, we also so I was have... Kind of- Oh, um yeah. submissions too if anybody would like to submit a question or like a mental health thing or just like have us share your story on your behalf anonymously um in the discord we also have a submission form where you can share anything you feel like sharing with us heck yeah um so i kind of felt like maybe next four or five podcasts we dig a little bit deeper in each of our hosts and really kind of get to know them on a more personal level however much they're that. they're into sharing um give us an opportunity to get to know each other a little bit better as well just given that we don't really all live next to each other this is very true (laughs) (laughs) well awesome uh let's let's give a lovely goodbye from everybody and call it a day (laughs) hell yeah enjoy your sundays enjoy your weeks um try not to fake it too much this week you got this like you know what you're doing and even if you don't You have like five people who will tell you that you're doing a great job. And always remember, we're all just faking it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that.